There we go. That's the right input. Jeff was hearing me. Nobody else was. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It is June the something. It's 23rd, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could make it here today if it's your first time. Bless you. Talk about video games, movies, television, penis jokes. Sometimes movies and television with penis jokes. If you're lucky. And everything in between. Got another great show lined up for you today. And hopefully it can be mildly entertaining. But before we start, I have a very important question to ask this week as in all weeks. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it's It's been a... It's been a week. Um, COVID <laughs> is slightly through different. My house, yeah. So you know, it's uh, it's a COVID week. Um, yeah, I'm over COVID now. Uh, for the most part, I mean, I feel fine. Uh, my voice is back. Uh, I don't have a sore chest. I don't, I'm not getting the night sweats. My back ain't sore. I don't. These have are headaches. all good things. So yeah, uh, I feel pretty good. Um. Like the odd cough, like super odd. Like I think I coughed maybe three times today. Just like, oh, okay. Uh, that was pretty much about it. So I, I mean, I'm fine. I, I'm testing negative now too. Uh, so this is the first day that uh, yesterday my test was like very very faint. I find like the more sick you are, like the more prominent those lines are. It's like well, that's well, that's what well, that's what it is. That's like it's literally it's it's so like if you have like a really fine line, the 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 viral load in whatever you dropped in is low, and then if it's like punching you in the face or it looks like the same fucking color, this is one on the other side. Yeah, you got some COVID in there. Yeah, so that that was pretty much me. Like the first few days, it was like in your face, like oh shit, and then uh, the last few days, it was just progressively getting fainter and fainter. Yesterday it was like barely there, and then today now it's just it's gone. So good. Uh, Kayla's got it now, uh, so she's uh, I think she's probably at like the worst now. She was feeling it the last like three days, and then uh, today is like, hey, you definitely have COVID. Um, so yeah, hopefully she starts feeling better uh, tomorrow. Um, Kai's fine, no symptoms, not testing positive. So hopefully Good. we'll keep it like that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, uh, it's it, that that's that's been pretty much my week to be honest. I uh, got to <laughs> stream a couple of times. Not much else you get to times. do. Yeah, yeah no, I got, I got to stream <laughs> a couple times. Um, you know, uh, both of which I was a little, you know semi salty because I was just like you know uncomfortable and tired. Yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, I took today off just to take Kai out for a walk and spend, you know, let Kayla rest as much as I could. Uh, yeah. So hopefully I'll be able to get back to something tomorrow. Cause I've, I've literally taken just an unholy amount of time off this month. Like you'll never, fi- you'll never possibly financially recover from this month. It's impossible. <laughs> I'll be all right. But, uh, yeah, it just feels weird, man. It just feels weird. And the more time I take off, like the more I don't want to work. You know, it's well, it's like, like anything. It's, you form habits, right? It's your daily routine. So whatever yeah. your daily routine becomes, whether it's working for long periods of time or working at all, and if you switch off to not working, then yeah, you're gonna be like, oh fuck, work. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's been uh, that's been my week. It's been a COVID week, but uh, I mean, it could be worse. You know, like everybody could be like really sick. Uh, so true. You know, everything is fine. 
Everything is fun. true. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a big bonus. You know, getting it, getting it blows, but you know the be- the best hope is that it's mild-ish, uh, and then you know, and doesn't last for for a long period of time. I know, I know when it went through my cousin's uh, household, it hit my uncle like a fucking freight train, and then uh, my aunt was uh, was just kind of probably relatively similar to what you guys are experiencing, but it hit my uncle like a fucking truck. Uh, and then, uh, and then my cousin was, was also kind of neither here nor there, but his girlfriend hit her like a truck and they're both, and they're both like, they're like, like the, both like the fitness. I mean, he's a phys ed teacher and she's like the fucking like super wealthy family. So she has lots of time to just be healthy and exercise all the time. So they're both like the, but again, one got hit barely and the other got hit like a truck and just, you you never know what you're going to get. It's like the, uh. The Forrest Gump box of fucking chocolates. You just kind of get it, and whatever happens, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, uh, but I'm I'm yeah. thrilled that everything uh, over there is uh, is is good and mild as one could hope for. Best case scenario is is Kai miraculously. Yeah, that's uh yeah. I've had a couple of friends that families had it, and uh, the youngest didn't have didn't end up getting it so or the youngest may have had it and just had absolutely like no that's that's it's unlikely that they're not uh, getting it it's more like they're just yeah. not getting symptomatic yeah. Yeah, uh, so he's, uh, he's fine he's fine uh yeah i'm just ready to eat food man because like i'm withering my body is like withering away <laughs> bro. like it's uh i'm down to like 169 pounds oh which is, like, no it's it's weird, man, because I'm like I'm <laughs> usually 175, like just walk around, and then like yeah. if I'm overweight, I'm like 185, 187. I'm like 169, like my clothes are feeling weird. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, whoa, this looking, I haven't seen this felt. I haven't seen this <laughs> shape uh, in years. So uh, yeah, I just uh, eat some fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in the opposite direction, so don't worry. I'm making up for everything that you are not eating. Yeah, I'm there. Today today was like a. I'm doing like the least healthy thing. Like I woke up, I had, I had like indigestion last night. I ended up having one of those nights where I slept in like an upright position the whole fucking time. Uh, and uh, I got up today, and I didn't even want to look at food because like it was just like a long night where your stomach's fucked up, and so I had like almost nothing to eat. And that's just how I'm going to lose my weight, is just eat almost nothing. Most Welcome normal my people would just, you know, reduce uh, the amount of, you know, not, you know, change what you're eating, eat healthier. No. A bowl of cereal, a banana, and mow the fucking lawn. That was my solution. That's been, that's been my <laughs> life for like eight months, where I'm just, because I'm just scared to eat food, because I'm like, it's going to fuck my stomach up. Yeah, no gluten, of course. No dairy, no nothing, like... Going out and be like, oh, I can't eat that, but I'll have that without the bread. Next thing you know, I'm just eating like uh, a patty with nothing but lettuce and ketchup, and it's <laughs> and just then like, you get like a brutal. weird relationship with food too, where like yeah. you just like you like food's not fun anymore. I like when it's I was younger. Fun. When I was younger, yeah. you'll remember my stomach was just fucked, like yeah. all through our teen years, and that was my like relationship for food for like four years or so. I hated food. I didn't want to look at food. I didn't want to eat food because every time I was going to eat something, didn't matter what it was, fucked. I was yep. like, I was the kid that like, you know, you'd be at somebody else's house. They'd pour like some pop in a glass and I'd be like, can I have a spoon to stir this to get the fucking carbon <laughs> out of it so I don't die? That'd be awesome. Like, uh, so it does. It sucks. It changes your relationship with food. But thankfully, you seemingly have like oh, at feeling, least the I'm building blocks. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm feeling a lot better now. So yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I also. Take some risks soon. 
I also oh, some... <laughs> I might take some risks soon. I might get on the dairy next week. I was gonna oh! do it this. I was gonna do it this week, but then I got COVID, and I was like, okay, I'm I. I don't want to have COVID and deal with stomach. So next week, I'm gonna like eat a little bit of dairy, see what okay. happens, and then I'm in. And if nothing happens, I'm gonna eat a little bit more dairy, and I'm gonna see what happens. Maybe, wanna, maybe, maybe ease into it. You ever buy like the lactate pills, but just take one instead of two, and then like get do that for a few weeks, yeah. and then go whole yeah. hog. Yeah, and see if you blow your toilet up. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I see that you've also upgraded your artwork uh, for Father's oh. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets uh, gets got a little photo there, and uh, yeah. I have it's to cool. I have to say that, uh, in that picture, uh, Kai looks like your father. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, he looks older than you in that picture, and I understand why because like he's. He's got like the 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 these little boy cheeks, and when you do artwork like that, it just makes him look like he's like eighty seven years old. Yeah, yes, yeah, I see it. <laughs> you still got the hair though. That's the important part. Important yeah. part. You gotta get that like Jerry curl. Have you have you done that yet? Just for fun? No. Have you pulled Have you pulled something down yet? Oh, not yet, not yet. It's gonna happen eventually, sometime. Uh my week was less eventful uh, in that um, we didn't even do a heck of a lot at the house because uh, dad was away down to the family home to open that up for the season and and do some yard work and whatnot. Uh, we did do some stuff at the house. We painted. So the entire apartment is now painted walls, ceilings, two primer, one top coat. Any paint that tells you two coats is a fucking lie. It doesn't exist. It's bullshit. And what's even crazier is Bear is out here trying to tell the world that they got a one coat paint. Nah. Nonsense. Nah. Literally never going to happen. It's we never like, one coat. It's never. We, dude, the wall color that we covered up was, uh, was a blue. I mean, not, not like your shirt blue, but it was like 90s blue. You know what I mean? Like sky baby blue yeah. kind of deal. Not that dark. And we did... In, in one spot, in the bathroom, Dad did three primer coats before putting two top coats on Damn. to cover the blue up. And, like, you would have thought that, like, remember this room when I was younger, I was crazy in my teens, I painted it, like, just this side of black. It was so dark down here. And it was down here, we had to put as much paint in the walls over there as we did over here to fucking cover up this dark-ass room. So I don't know what they're putting in paint these days, but they need to they need to fucking fix it because that shit's crazy. We put paint everywhere, so it's looking good now. It's way brighter, even though it is a light blue before. It's now like a white-ish, uh, and uh, it looks much, much, much nicer, much bigger. Lots more light gets in. We a, we did uh, the same color on the walls and the ceiling because it was white anyway, uh, and eggshell. So it's just enough of a sheen, throws light around. The ceilings down there are, are a full eight feet, so you don't feel like you're in a basement, uh, which is which is nice. Uh, we had the HVAC guy come over and do the balancing of the system, finally. He finally came over to do that. Um, and uh, it was basically balanced the moment he turned the machine on. So he said, I don't know what the fuck you guys did, but you did something right. Didn't have to do anything. He, like, he like fucking diddled, diddled the damper on the left like a little bit and was like, all right, we're done have fun and just left and that was the show so uh that was good to get done it means now that when we're done the stuff upstairs or whatever in terms of like sanding or any major work with paint we can finally turn the hvac on and start like circulating air through the house instead of having to rely on opening all the windows and trying to get fresh air uh through the house so that got done uh as well we started working on uh the oven that we're putting downstairs which was the one that was upstairs it's perfectly fine 
but for whatever reason managed to get some rust in a couple of spots i don't know what the hell you even do to get rust on an oven but they found a way uh to do it it's on the ex- the exterior the interior looks like they've never put a single piece of food inside the oven they just use the top so the inside's basically brand new the outside was not uh and so we we uh, we pulled that apart to clean up the glass and everything else um you know sometimes like the older the older an oven gets the more likely it is that some random piece of fucking liquid somehow gets between the 78 layers of glass at the front of the fucking oven and it's no longer surface liquid anymore now you gotta pull the whole door apart to go like sheet by sheet and find the fucking liquid underneath the glass so that when you turn the light on to check your food you're not just looking at like a cum stain from 1974 right in the middle of the window so we got rid of that and cleaned that up and fucking uh get it ready to paint we got some trim clad and that will be a three or a four year job if we're lucky in terms of keeping that oven going before we have to replace it and spend another thousand fucking dollars on another appliance uh and uh, his fridge showed up and everything so the apartment is getting real close now which is kind of exciting because it means we'll finally be able to go back upstairs and start working on stuff up there we've got some flooring to put in uh that shouldn't take too long and uh seal up the wall and put a hot water tank in and bada bing bada boom you've got a you've got an apartment um the guys for the windows will be here in july at some point and and put the two windows in but uh yeah it was uh, exciting and Got that done, but then Dad, you know, had some other things to do, and so he went uh, went to do that. And Father's Day, I told him to take the day off. Clearly, it was a nice enough day, you know, put put his feet up and have some beer and relax, and uh, and so did that. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much that was pretty much the time since we last did the uh, the podcast, more or less. Um, and now, yeah, that's yeah. I thought I had something else to say, but my brain just it's gone, like my hair, it disappeared. Time to talk about video game news, Mr. Black. You ready to talk about video game news? Of course you are. I can see it's written all over your face. You've been dying to watch me talk about video game news for two weeks now. Great news. I'm going to give it to you right here. You ready? I'm ready. Great, great news for those who have stuck it out for two years with Warcraft 3 Reforged, Mr. Black. You're not one of those people, but there are some. At least a few. Maybe a dozen. Uh, patch 1.330 is finally going to bring ranked and unranked play, leaderboards, player profiles, etc. You know, the shit that should have launched with the game. Wait. It's there. Took them two years, but it's there. So for the 12 people, great news, you will now be ranked. Two of you will unfortunately have to be outside of the top 10. So that sucks. But everyone else, congratulations, you're now a top 10 Warcraft 3 Reforged player in the world. Uh, give yourself a pat on the back. Now you can show all of your friends and, and create a profile, just like it's 2004. Sonic Frontier is the most confused Sonic title I've ever seen since Sonic became a werewolf. Apparently it takes 20 to 30 hours to beat, or twice that to achieve 100%. I'm not exactly sure I would want to look at that open world for 60 hours, uh, but I'm, I have seen that, like many things... If you're a fan of something, you'll you'll play anything. Sonic Frontiers literally looks like one of the shittiest games to be released in the last five years. And there is still a pocket of people that are fans of Sonic that are chomping at the bit to run around whatever the fuck that world is. Have you seen a video or anything of that yet, like, pop up on social media? Uh, I think I did. Uh... I'll double check, but they I did think like I... the classic put Sonic on top of a mountain looking out over a valley, you know, the uh, Breath of the Wild think, shit. Yeah, I think I did see that on Twitter. Yeah. Yes, and then I did, when yeah, yeah, and then when you look out 
there's like in the background some it's popping in but it's not fully drawn yet like some weird like fucking loop-de-loops and shit that you'd see in a normal sonic game but this time it's floating nebulously in the sky uh not attached to anything yeah so anyway they're they're trying once again they're probably gonna have to hire a bunch of a bunch of fans to come in and help them make the game actually worth playing if they decide to go that route but uh, this is power for the course for the uh the sonic folks and uh, i wish them all the best in whatever the fuck they're making over there Great news from Activision Blizzard, though, Mr. Black. Phenomenal news this week coming out of the AB. Uh, As the board has discovered absolutely zero evidence that it ignored harassment claims and that all media reports on the matter are without merit. This is, of course, after the board themselves investigated themselves. And as one Mr. Austin Powers once said, allow myself to introduce myself. But I'm glad that they found that they did no wrong. You ever accidentally murder somebody and then tell everyone, like, you didn't do it. I looked into it, and I did not kill that person. As it turns out, it was definitely not me. Great! Case closed! We did it. Everyone go home. Uh, even- <laughs> you could pull, pull an OJ at the end and then release a book <laughs> and called, if, if I did it. If I did, <laughs> if I did it, this is how I would have done it. <laughs> but I didn't do it. I didn't do it, though. No, definitely not. Uh, even more great news from AB this week, as CEO Bobby Kotick was re-elected to the board for another year. Woo! Let's go! Bobby's back! Oh, one yeah. more one more race around the sun before Microsoft sends him home with a golden parachute. Wouldn't you know it, but the 10th anniversary celebration for Dragon's Dogma, we talked about this last podcast we did there, the 10th anniversary was coming up. Uh, and we, we, we waxed poetic about how it could quite possibly lead to a sequel of Dragon's Dogma, given Dark Souls has become so popular as a genre, that, that kind of, uh, uh, punishing open world RPG. Well, as it turns out, there is. They announced it. Dragon's Dogma 2 is, uh, is on the way, and much rejo- uh, rejoicing was had. Uh, I'm interested in, uh, I have this in my notes here, I'm interested in what it will be like, given the genre has changed since Dark Souls' popularity. So when this first one came out, you know, uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls and stuff was kind of like infancy, uh, but the genre is very firmly planted now, and, and there's there's definitely formulaic bits and pieces that, that uh, make it up that people expect in a certain level of, of, uh, of quality, uh, to say <laughs> the least. Uh, and the first go-around for Dragon's Dogma, while good, was a bit disconnected a bit a bit weird a little bit of a a cult classic if you will not necessarily a mass market appeal type situation despite the anime and some other things that they did uh being uh uh uh, you know relatively successful but i hope it does well i think it will i I think if they i think if they do take some more cues from uh the dark souls games that have given them a fucking blueprint for like a decade now you, you can take some of that and put together a really great game. Some people argue that some parts of the combat from the original Dragon's Dogma are actually better than Dark Souls. And I think a lot of that is probably because, if I'm not mistaken, you could actually, like, interact with a boss in such a way that you could you were, like, climbing on the bastards, almost not, not quite Shadow of the Colossus level, but similar, where there was a lot more interaction with the boss instead of just, like, side-strafing, waiting for a swing, fat roll, fat roll fat roll and then hoping for the best uh yeah it's it's it wasn't quite to that 
standard. It was a little bit more involved, if I remember. I did play a little bit of it, but it's been so long. So if they can improve upon, great. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they pull it off. The only thing we know about it right now, other than the fact that it's in development, we don't have release dates, even like a nebulous... Uh, it's the second time I've used that word today. Maybe I'll use it a third time. Uh, 20, not even like a 2025 or some like year. We have, we have nothing. Uh, all we know is that it's being built on the same engine that Capcom uses for the more recent Resident Evil uh, titles. Which is to say, if it comes out in, let's say, the next five years, it will probably be a pretty good looking game. Uh, which is, which is nice. And it would be interesting to see how that engine holds up in a different genre than Resident Evil itself, and whether or not that ended up being a good choice at the end of the day, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, a maker for a major cheat for Destiny 2, or hack, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, the company or the uh, the, the handful of, of neckbeards in a, in a building somewhere, Elite Boss Tech, has agreed to pay $13.5 million in damages after that lawsuit wrapped up. Uh, the cheat was apparently downloaded just under 7,000 times, meaning the fine is roughly $2,000 per download. Yike! Well, they ain't getting that money. <laughs> Yike! Never, well, well, they ain't never collecting that money. Well, they, they, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they sold this cheat, so there was money made per download. Not $13.5 million. Now, did they make $13.5 million? Probably not. <laughs> Probably so they're not, not. They're not. They're not going to get it, and I'd be. And and I don't know. Uh, and they're gonna. They're gonna get a sum of it. They're probably gonna bankrupt the fuck out of whoever is involved. Clearly, of course, they're just gonna file bankruptcy. They ain't never getting that money. Uh, and uh, and do that. But it, it is. It is successful, which is always good. You know, we don't need a bunch of like. The, I feel like the moment that you can incorporate while making cheats for games. That's probably going a step too far. <laughs> step too far. It's probably good that we can that we can see some companies get a bit litigious and 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 knock them down because the moment you put a name to it like that and not just some dude making some stuff that a handful of people make use of on a Counter Strike server, I feel like you've you've kind of you start hiring employees. <laughs> you've maybe gone step a step too far. Uh, not that it's breaking any records just yet, Mr. Black, but Diablo Immortal, uh, meme, meme name, of course, that I've seen, uh, many headlines, Diablo Immortal, very clever, good writing, uh, has managed to bring in $24 million in its first two weeks, which sounds like an awful lot of money, but it's kind of mediocre. That, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's that much. I mean, it's a mobile game. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not setting any, like I said, it's not setting any records. It's doing okay. Doing m better than most. I mean, $24 million in two weeks is not like, you're, you're not going to hate making $24 million in two weeks, but at the same token, Diablo 3 in the first two weeks, I think made like $200 million uh, because it was a, a game that you had to buy outright. So the, the, the bet is if this game is available for, let's say three years and it keeps its pace, well, it will likely make more money than diablo 3 did as a standalone title that they would have sold uh however for comparison's sake in the mobile market just to give you an idea of uh of where it might rank amongst some of the heavy hitters in that market um genshin impact who is the top dog in this uh, in in mobile right now made 567 million dollars in the first three months of this year 
Damn. Uh, it's it's basically it's it's ever since it's released, it's held more or less a billion dollars every six months. <laughs> and Rest. I don't know, I don't know for sure, but they say that's just the mobile the mobile portion. I don't know if that extends to the PC, PlayStation, what have you, because they it exists on those platforms as well. So I don't I don't know if that's all inclusive. Either way, even if it wasn't, who gives a fuck? A billion dollars every six months is pretty good. Um, so that's the kind of thing that they're they're going. now. Clearly, I don't think I don't think that Blizzard in uh, had it in their mind that they were going to make five hundred million dollars every six months, uh, or even every three months. Certainly with this game. I'm sure they're probably relatively happy with their 24 million. Some of that, of course, is possible because a whole bunch of creators that can write this shit off for content purposes are doing the whole, you know, uh, I'll I'll take the fall for you guys out there in, in YouTube land and I'll spend money to see just how much you have to spend in order to be successful in this game. That old, that old fucking bag. So uh, one one YouTuber in particular, for example, that I saw pop up in the midst of all of this, uh, got their first five out of five star gem after spending, and this is in New Zealand dollars, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 25,000. So that's about the same in Canadian. You could, you could equate that more or less, which means in American right now, that's, that's what, 19 or $20 million somewhere in that neck of the woods. Uh, cause I think it's like 19 or 20 million. Oh, sorry. 19 or 20. No, sorry. 19 or 20. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, my okay. brain, my brain, 19 or 20,000. Yeah. 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 19 yeah, 20,000. Yeah, yeah. What? 20, was, 25. Yeah. 25 K. Yeah. But not, uh, cause I think we're sitting at about 80 something yeah, it's cents. About and, 19. It's about 19. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's more than that. It's like 30 cents to the dollar right now. Isn't I thought, I thought we were, I thought our dollar was worth about 80, 80 cents right now uh, it's it's uh Did it drop again 100 bucks is 77 dollars us all right so 20 so it's 23 23 on the dollar less okay that's that's, that's still high for today. us by the way still- that's not that's not great news yeah. for for canada but yeah. inflation it's a thing um so so yeah anyway that, that's that's how much for that that's one gem by the way one five out of five star bad boy uh, there is some good news, though, as I believe the first recorded person to beat the end boss in Diablo Immortal without spending any money, any real money, uh, just happened this past week. So it is possible. You two out there can make it happen. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Or, you know, just don't install this game at all, because it's basically Diablo 3, except Diablo 3 is better. So just play Diablo 3. I'm pretty sure you could find a way to uh, xCloud or some shit. Play Diablo 3 on your phone, for fuck's sake. Just go that route. Uh, speaking of which, uh, what was that? Oh, oh, right. I have the sorry. I, I forgot to read my own notes to make this segue make any sense. I said, I was saying, this, this, this $500 million or whatever that Genshin made in the last, the first three, three months of this year is exactly why mobile monetization schemes will likely continue to leak into non-mobile games as we've been continuing to see over time. Uh, and speaking of which, and this is where the, that segue now makes sense, Overwatch 2, going free-to-play, they have now confirmed that it will be removing loot boxes in favor of battle passes uh, because of the free-to-play move. Although I do also believe that this is part and parcel with them attempting to dodge some of the fire that was coming their way in Europe and other countries over the loot box thing being considered gambling. 
Uh, we covered that like the fuck. It's been, there was like a two year period of this podcast almost where Europe was going in on uh, on loot box stuff. So I, it's it's a two birds one stone situation for them. But that is what you can continue to expect because for as long as mobile games can be made and 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 have any benchmark much like in movies i suspect you know if you see marvel making a billion like every movie they put out is a billion dollars and then all of a sudden if you're making a blockbuster nobody's going to want to give you money unless they think it will make a billion dollars like 800 million dollars that's not good enough it's got to hit that billion dollar mark and so in the mobile games market they're like you see genshin impact 500 schmill first three months can you do that no tough shit and so like if you're looking at games as they are now, like you saw Battlefield 2042, who we'll talk about, or which we'll talk about here in a second, and they've gone live service, now you know why. They're trying to merge the two worlds, mobile with non-mobile, to make this crazy amount of, uh, of money. And I'll skip ahead to that since I just talked about it, but DICE came out of their bunker this week to announce that they have no interest in doing anything other than working on and improving Battlefield 2042. And they said that it hurts them that their fans are disappointed, and I'm saying here, God fucking speed. I don't think there's been more than four people working on that game until now, and maybe they're just like dumping a bunch more resources on it. But Mr. Black, if you were if you were heading up over there at EA and uh, you were looking at Battlefield 2042 and how that's been going, uh, and how the last couple of times at bat have been going, uh, are you going to continue to dump a bunch of resources to try and salvage 2042, or do you just accept that maybe this path was not the one that they should have taken and try something else? <clears throat> You know what? I'm gonna just think outside the box here. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I agree with their decision. Oh, okay. But why? The game, the game will fail. I mean, it's already failed. Yes. Uh, they're, they, you know, they're, they're not. But I think this play is a damage control play. I think if they can, game is dead. And if they can at least make a competent dead game and say, hey, <laughs> and say, hey, you know, yeah, we were disappointed with how we launched this thing, but we made it good. Um, obviously, you know, people were turned off and a lot of people didn't come back, but it'll at least show the world that like they're capable yes. of fixing a game and making a competent battlefield so that the next time they announce the the, the inevitably next battlefield mm. that they can say hey listen we know where we messed up we made the game good we know what we need to do this time around we've listened and we we have proof of concept if they just they just kill this thing and pretend it didn't happen and then they re- they announce another battlefield in 2 years they're fucked they're 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 fucked. I mean, they're probably fucked anyway. But like, this is their only saving grace. It's their only chance. So, like, I'm not angry at this decision. I mean, what 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 do we want Dice to do? We want Dice to like run out and make another battlefield. Like, well, right I, now, well, you know? no, no. Well, I, I would I would let it. I I feel like I I don't disagree. I I I'm just. How do you, uh, I, my concern would be, how do you walk the line between, uh, the, the hard line between attempting to rebuild something that is salvageable versus the sunk cost fallacy of we've already put so much into this, we might as well keep going. And that's a real fine line. Holy fuck, is it ever a fine line? And honestly, it's it's probably the biggest question that when answered by by a 
let's say a lead designer or, 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 well, not even lead designer. Let's just, let's just say, let's make it business terms and not just gaming. The CEO of a company making the call on that is what separates the men from the boys or the women from the girls. Uh, because ultimately that is the hardest question when a product is not just coming out of the gate firing on all cylinders is yeah. where is the line where we stop investing in, in turning this around and, and accept that we have our losses versus continuing to dump money into it because it's a, that's, it's that sunk cost slippery slope type shit where you just keep funneling money in and then you have to cancel it. Eventually it's just that you waited too long and now you've wasted even more money. That's a yep. hard question. And sometimes there's a bit of luck involved in that. And and I think 2042 might be a little bit of that. Uh, they've got a steep hill. I would love to see them do it because I think the market needs more competition right now. There's not uh, a huge stroke in the in the upper echelons of the of the online FPS shooter, especially in a in a battle royale uh, kind of environment. There's a couple of heavy hitters, and then everything else is just kind of fall to the wayside. So it'd be nice to see them pull it off, but I don't know. Um, you know. They've got to now go up against, by the time, like, let's say they fix something or they fix it, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means to fix it. Um, well, now they've got to go up against Warzone 2, which is launching like next year. Well, the, well, well here's the thing. What, what I'm trying to say is, is that when they fix it, I don't think they're fixing it in hopes that the game blows up again. I think that they're fixing it to show everybody that like we they're can capable. actually make... Yeah, they're capable of making a competent game. So the next time right, right. They, they, they make a game, people can't say, well, fucking Battlefield, whatever, which one this is, 1942 20, or 20, something? 2042. I don't fucking know, bro, at this point. At 100 all, years. Like, exactly, right? <laughs> so, you know, when, when they inevitably make this next game, they can at least say, we fucked up, mm. but, but now this game is very good. In fact... We've got this little promotional thing going on right now. If you jump into this game and you're playing this, et cetera, maybe you're unlocking something for the next game. Or if you want to know what we're doing and how it's going to feel, go play this new iteration because I know you guys aren't playing it now. I, I don't think this has anything to do with sunken costs. I don't think this has anything to do with diminishing returns. I think it has to do with repairing your reputation as a competent game maker because this isn't this ain't it. If they, they let this die, I mean, they could go and spend another $20 million on fixing this game, just throwing a number out there, right? Just say 20, we'll say 20 million. He has spent $20 million patching this game up, making it good. And their return on that 20 million might be 3 million, right? They know they're going to lose the money. But that 20 million might actually equate to 50 million by the time they make this next game if they can't prove they actually can make a fucking battlefield we're playing because this is just bad. <laughs> this one is just really, really bad. And there was a lot of hype around this game. People were excited for it, and they let everybody down, bro. They just let everybody down. And you can't, you can't blame COVID. You can't blame any of this fucking shit. Game was dog shit. So this, in my opinion, I could be wrong. They might actually think they can make make the competent game make money. I mean, okay, but it ain't gonna work. So I think that they know that, and this is their hail mary to like save what little reputation they have left. Yeah, yeah, I, I can agree with that. It's, it's so you're basically it's basically like you almost have to look at it like it's marketing budget. Hundred percent. Right, you're, you're you're spending money that you don't really know that you're necessarily going to get back in full, but you yeah. have to do it anyway because if you don't. 
then the repercussions for 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 not having that out there is, are worse than having not right. you know not done it at all done it at all exactly yeah. and i think yeah, yeah. that like the money that they're going to spend to fix it is definitely going to be worth it if they continue to if they want to continue to make games <laughs> that people will buy that people will buy <laughs> right that don't have any type of marginal success but we'll see we'll see all the power to them i mean god fucking speed like i said i would both of us were big fans of Battlefield for years, so like we, yep. uh, it's not like we're not looking for an opportunity to maybe enjoy some more Battlefield again, but 2042, woo! Yikes! Yep. It was a tough one. That was Very a tough, tough. One, t- tough one to take. It's a bad one. <laughs> uh, KOTOR 2 on the Switch. That sounds like a good match right there. Great game, good platform. Take that, play it on the go. Seems like a great pairing. Unfortunately, you can't currently finish the game due to a bug. Everyone gets to the same spot in the game, and oops, can't get any further. That's a bit of a problem. Uh, Aspire, uh, which is the the company that uh, that is in charge of uh, this on the Switch, uh, has stepped in and said, hey, we know about it. We're working on it. Uh, I haven't heard anything else other than that. Uh, so there's been lots of... There's been some people, I think, that I've seen say that they did figure out weird fucking crazy workarounds to, to get past this point uh, and continue on. But in general, for the average person buying and playing the game, it's fucked. So if, you, uh, if you've if you been thinking about it, maybe wait it out. Keep an eye out near to the ground on how that patch is, is going. Uh, and, uh, and then get in if you're going to get it on the Switch that way. Um, I mean, if you have any other platforms, if the Switch is the only platform that you can play it on, then that's one thing. That, that shit's available on, uh, on a, a bunch of platforms and you can enjoy it anywhere else. And you should. It's a good game. Uh, it was one of the it was one of the first games that I remember that I was sad about because they halted development because they needed they wanted to just push the game out when there was a whole segment of the game that just never ended up making it uh, making it to uh, the final cut, which was eventually added back with mods and stuff um, later on down the road, which you can still enjoy on the PC today. But yeah, Switch, rough, careful, wait for a patch on that, otherwise you're going to be hard stuck for a while. Final Fantasy 16 info was released this week as you know, Final Fantasy had a, an anniversary uh, week, kind of a celebratory uh, deal where we found out a bunch of stuff about a bunch of things. Uh, and one of those was Final Fantasy 16, which is, you know, is in my eyes for the, the type of Final Fantasy that I want to consume. Final Fantasy 16 is probably the closest thing to a game that I want to play in the Final Fantasy universe at this point. I appreciate 14. I think it's phenomenal, uh, but it's just not my thing. And I'm looking forward to maybe 16 being the thing that uh, that brings me back into the fold. Uh, some of the info that we got is the, uh, I want to say that this is pronounced Icon, or, uh, which is uh, the summons, of course, that you, as Jeff and I would have called them as, as kids. Uh, battles, uh, those, so the Icon battles are playable with multiple stages. We had something similar to this in Final Fantasy 15. I suspect it's a little bit more of an elaborate version of what we had in 15 in terms of these of these summons or icons in this uh, in this instance clive which i have in my notes lol that name because holy shit how do we get all the way down to the protagonist in final fantasy being called clive i feel like that sounds like you know this clive sounds like a plumber doesn't really sound like a final fantasy character you got cloud you got cloud squall you got all these hard sounding fucking uh names like like vincent all these character names were were great and then all of a sudden clive Anyway, Clive uh, will be playable at various stages in his life. Uh, This is sounding an awful lot like back when Peter Molyneux was hyping up Fable, except it will probably be doable. Remember back then, Peter standing up on the stage being like, 
In Fable, you're gonna age, and you're gonna, whenever you take a sword swing, you're gonna have a scar later in life, and your hair goes gray and shit. And then you played the game, and Chuck Testa. Uh, I suspect they'll actually deliver on this, though, but you'll be playing as a teenage Clive, 20s, where you have your, 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 your quarter-life crisis, and then into your 30s, where you just stop caring about everything. Great, you'll be able to play across that whole spectrum uh, as... Clive. The game is also going to be rated M for Mature, which is promising because fuck a Final Fantasy game that looked like that that was going to come out rated T for teen. That's like trying to watch Deadpool at teen. It's just not the same thing. It doesn't hit the same way. Or Wolverine, for that matter. Different animal altogether. And that's all we've got for video game news this week, Mr. Black, which means it's time to sell out and tell everyone why NordVPN is the way to go. Well, before I do, patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over mm. there. Throw some money at the screen. Keep the podcast going, please. Uh, yeah, do that. Uh, then we, of course, we've got NordVPN. Uh, you can go to nordvpn.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT. You can also click the link in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. And get yourself a massive discount plus a bonus month when you get it to your subscription or more when you use that promo code. It's super easy to use. You can use it on basically any device, Android, uh, you know, iOS, uh, PC, your laptop, your Mac, your phones, uh, whatever. I mean, you name it. They've got, they basically got an app for virtually everything. And if they don't have an app, you can, you can actually. You can hook it up to your router. So yes. You, you, know, you can basically have everything. Canvases the whole bitch. All of it. Um, so you only need one account per household because you can actually use six simultaneous devices at once before um, they're like, hey, get yourself a second subscription. But who needs more than six at a time? Who's having more than that many kids these days, Mr. Black? Well, I mean, technically, you could hook it up to your router and use that as one connection. And then True. you could still use five other connections. So really, I mean, the... The, the possibilities are endless, all right? Uh, <laughs> but you know what isn't endless? Predators on the internet. And they're going to try and take your information, okay? Well, they, they are a bit endless, actually. They, they definitely are endless. Yes. You know, what, you know what stops them? NordVPN. <laughs> okay. Mask your IP. You know, you can do it when you're at your own home, if you're a public Wi-Fi, wherever you are. I mean, when I was traveling to Spain, mm. hooked up to my NordVPN. Mm. Um, actually, when I was in Spain... I got two uh, referrals while I was in Spain because people were having problems. I'm like, hey, you got to get yourself NordVPN. Use a promo, promo code OTT. What do they do? Hey, they got themselves NordVPN, and they use it the whole time. So uh, it works, guys. It works. My dad uses NordVPN. All right? It's that easy. It's literally clicking one button. Um, you can also, not only for protection, but you can watch different uh, streaming services or different regions of a streaming service. So, for example... If you're watching Netflix in Canada and you've burnt out of all the good content on there, which isn't hard to do nowadays with Netflix, you can mask your IP to the U.S. And then now you have access to all of the U.S. content on your same account. It's really that simple because in different regions of the world, they have different licensing deals. And so there's different content shows, movies um, on these different platforms. And it's not just Netflix. So um that in itself when it's the price of a few bucks a month which is like less than a coffee a month uh it's a no-brainer it just opens up all that extra content for you plus when you're on the internet 
You don't want to deal with any of those, uh, hey, this is region blocked. You can't watch this Fox clip of yeah you just watched it on your tv on cable that you pay for in your living room but on the internet no impossible but with nordvpn you literally click one button refresh the page and there it is you can watch it so go check them out use the promo code ott it's a great way to support yourself us and the sponsor they've been holding it down they're our only sponsor so whenever you're in the market for a vpn think nordvpn and think that promo code ott and it directly helps us. That's it. Incredible. And now it's time for... Movies and TV. As it turns turns out, there's a limit to how many laws you can break in Hawaii, Mr. Black, before the DCU will can you. I I thought at first, I thought just like Predators Online that NordVPN can stop, I thought Ezra Miller was going to be able to get away with literally anything in Hawaii for the next 15, 20 years, and that bitch just wasn't going to be stopped. Well, finally, the DCU said you can only slap one too many locals before we have to step in and do some shit. Ezra, what the fuck are you doing down there? And so they said after this upcoming Flash movie, which is yet to be released, and God knows maybe that's going to have to maybe change if he doesn't smarten the fuck up too, uh, he's gone! Just as fast as he was in as the Flash, he is out. And somebody else will replace him. Uh, I, 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 honest to God, there was, there was like one or two weeks where every second day there was a new Ezra Miller did some crazy shit in Hawaii post that I saw. Uh, and it just, it just was never ending. It just over and over and over again. Like the guy would go to jail overnight, be released, and then the next night, doing some shit again. He's out there fucking doing some shit. I don't know why, but... Uh, you know, he's going through some th- some stuff, clearly. Maybe he needs to get some help, and hopefully he does. Uh, but he won't be uh, he won't be the Flash for much longer, uh, because he's he's gone too far. Uh, Canada's big boy theater chain, Cineplex, has introduced a $1.50 booking fee for tickets purchased through its mobile app or website, citing the need to invest more in their digital infrastructure. There there are exceptions, though, to this uh, this new fee. Uh, the tickets bought at location, so actually at the kiosk in the theater, won't be subjected to uh, said fee. Members of Scene Plus pay a dollar instead of a dollar fifty. Let's fucking go. Uh, and if you're if you are if you're a bougie Cine Club member, you don't have to pay anything either. It's waived. If you're up oh. on that Cine Club height, oh. well, the fifteen people in Cine Club not paying that buck fifty. Um. This just sounds like a really kind of weird and poorly executed upsell tactic to get into um, something like their Scene Plus or Cine Club. I don't, I don't know. Or and it's also a thing in combination for the people that actually give a fuck about a buck fifty. It's either free money or it forces people to want to buy their tickets at at the concessions or at the the kiosks, which probably in their mind increases the chances in which people are going to spend money at the concession stands. While they're yeah, there well, buying their tickets, they're prob- yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're obviously paying some sort of fee for the transaction, et cetera, and they want you to pick up the tab. They, for they, it, they want you to be the one covering it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, I mean, hopefully it does well. I got a bunch of money in Cineplex stock, so uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully it does well. If not whatever. I don't fucking care. Uh, Michael J. Fox to be awarded an honorary Oscar for his contributions to film and his efforts to help cure Parkinson's disease. Great. 
It's overdue. That motherfucker has been working his ass off for his entire damn life. It's a good thing that he finally gets recognized by the Academy for it, for God's sake. And that's all I've got for those. Before we get to the last two topics here, which you can see on the notes there, Mr. Black, were there any other news-related things this week that you spotted that I missed? Uh, I don't think anything worthy of talking about. Okay. Yeah. Pretty mild. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, that means it's time for us to talk about the two movies that after you got the the Rona, you had the time to sit down or lay down or whatever the fuck you were doing at the time and watch. Uh, And that is the unbearable weight of massive talent. And then the follow up to that everywhere or everything everywhere all at once. So let's let's talk about unbearable weight first. And then we'll move on to uh, to to the uh, the other. So, uh, how did you feel being immersed in Nicolas Cage for an entire movie? How did that go for you? I, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. I liked it uh, a little bit more than I thought I was going to. I figured I was going to like it. I mean, the cast is really solid. Mm. Uh, I figured I was going to like it, but I liked it more than I thought I was going to for sure. It started off a little, eh, I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm like fully on board with this. I kind of see where it's going. It was very cliche. I like, I knew, I, I didn't I know anything about the movie. I think it's intentionally cliche like, too. It, yeah, but like, yeah, but it, but it, I just didn't find the movie funny until mm-hmm. about, you know, really, really. He hits the until, island. Yeah, when he hits yeah. the island. And more specifically, when they when they take the 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 leap off the cliff, um, <laughs> that, that was, was good. when the that was when the movies got funny, you know. Pedro I, finally baits him into acting, and he like exactly, buys it, and he die, and he does it. Yeah, and uh, it was it was good. Like the music changes, you can see like he puts on his sort of acting <laughs> yeah. face, the overacting face, the overacting face. And he's like, he's already <laughs> acting because he's acting in a movie, but then he yeah. acts like he's acting in a movie. Right. So <laughs> it was really that as soon as that scene happened, I was like, I'm, in. I'm sold. I'm sold. And then it was just, <laughs> it was super fun from there on out. Um, v- very predictable. Um, yeah. I, I though, I will say, um, Without spoiling too, too much, which I don't mm. think people really care, but there was that one specific room. Yes, that the, went that's into, supposed to be obvious. I saw that coming, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. saw that coming. What I did think, though, uh, what I thought was going to happen is I thought that the whole thing was going to be um, in, like, I, there was a point in the movie where it was like, it was three quarters, really was when the family showed up. right. And uh, spoiler alerts a little bit here, guys. Like, nothing insane, but a little bit of spoils. Family shows up for whatever reasons. And from that point, I actually thought that the 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 mother and the daughter and, and Pedro, or whatever his name was in the movie, I forget his name, um, uh, Jorge or something, I don't know what yeah, his name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't even know if it was Jorge, I, but I don't, I don't think it was. I don't know why I can't, that came, I can't, I don't know I can't why remember. That came to my mind, but anyway. I can't remember what his name was either. Um, I thought that they were they were in on all of it. Like oh, I thought that okay. they were all giving him 
sort of one more big one more crack acting, at it. Yeah. Crack at it. I thought that it was going to be because it, it it was the action was so like at points it was just it was bad. And yeah, of so, course. Yeah, yeah. And so like I thought that it was bad for a reason that they weren't really professional. Like they, yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. you know, I just thought that, I don't know, like there was parts of it that felt, it felt real. And then there was other parts that it didn't. And some of the lines that were being said in, in there as well, um, that I was like, man, I think that everybody's in on this and he just doesn't know it yet. And, and at the very end, um, you know, when shit really goes down, and people were just start starting to get picked off, you know. I thought that they like the, you know, some of the side characters when when sort of they meet their end. I didn't think that they were actually gone, gone. I thought that they were acting oh, like they okay. were gone. Yeah, yeah, you okay. know, because it, there wasn't like well, blood, well, and there wasn't like, and yeah. it's a rated R movie. You know yeah, what I mean? So like, yeah. I there was like one scene where somebody got shot, and there was a bit of blood, but it seemed very like like action, like a like ah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, and then they're like laying on the ground and there's no pools of blood and the music's a little weird. And I'm like, uh, what did that actually, <laughs> are they faking that? So I, I was like slightly disappointed that that wasn't, uh, well, I, think, I think they were like, I think that I want to say that was kind of intentional though, because when you, when you think about how they treated Pedro's character in terms of, is he, or is he not the one at the, you know, the, the, the center of all of this happening, you know what I mean? Is he the bad guy? Is he not the bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've got that going on, and then what, what you're, the, that scene where he convinces him to jump off the cliff, and that he's in acting mode, and they do various things, and you know, and you know that he's trying to pitch him a movie to begin with. I think, like, I think part of the fun of the movie was was them trying to constantly make you question whether or not what you were watching was like them doing the yeah. movie or not doing yes, yes, the movie yes, yes. and yeah. so like I, yeah. like i think yeah but i understand what you mean it, like it was it was confusing but I, I like in my mind when i was watching i'm thinking oh this is part of the shtick we're we're trying to sort out is this really his movie or is it or is it like really happening and then like because you know at some point you knew at some point they were going to pull back or something in a theater Yes, and they yes, were gonna yes. like, but you just didn't I, know when. I didn't know that when. Was gonna like, happen. I knew yeah. that something was along those lines was happening. Yeah, but I thought for sure that everybody, like, and I still thought that Pedro Pascal was a huge fan. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he had unlimited money, and so his family got with this guy to and to to not only make his dream come true, but also yes. put Nicolas Cage in his dream. You know, because yes, yeah because he really wanted to be still be a movie star, you know? And like, so I thought that they were creating this sort of real life fake movie <laughs> for him and, you know, to be supportive of him. And so, but that wasn't necessarily the story, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. Like super far off, but it was, yeah. Anyway, I really liked the movie. I just thought it was a lot of fun. It was like, you could shut your brain off. Oh, the drug it. scene was fantastic. Oh, that was great with the wall. The wall. That was the wall. It was my favorite scene in the movie. Even, for even sure. though you can kind of like you know what that scene is going to result in, yeah, yeah, it didn't it matter. Funny. They fucking did it so. Yeah, they sold it so well. Like I, that was, I think, my favorite part of the movie was how, in a couple of scenes specifically for Nick, 
and then in almost every scene for Pedro, how dedicated they were to just fucking doing the shit, even though it was completely ridiculous. The commitment yeah. level was a hundred percent. Pedro didn't show up to just have some fun and go home. That motherfucker, like overacted the hell out of the whole movie. Nick overacted the fuck out of like the whole movie. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Uh, and, uh, and definitely worth the watch. And it, it was like, it's just, it, it's just so, it, and it, I think it's so poetic that this is the film that marks in reality, like in, in the real world, it marks Nicolas Cage being done paying off all of his debts, having done all of these movies that they kind of like make fun of him for in this movie, having done like all this shit up to this point. And now he's finally paid all that off, and now he's just going to do movies that he actually wants to, like, do, it and makes, not necessarily just do movies to pay bills. Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, they, and he hits on it, right? Like, he talks he talks about it in the movie. Like, yes. he, he kind of clowns Hollywood, and he's like, dude, I just need a fucking paycheck. Why is everybody shitting on me for it's taking my these job. Shit Why, movies? You yeah. know, I need... Yeah, do I tell you that, you know, you shouldn't... It's like when I said, when I take a sponsorship deal, right? Like, I, I got a sponsor thing that's coming up here in a couple days. And, you know, some people are going to look at it and go, dude, what the fuck? And then, you know, my rebuttal is, well, it's my fucking job to make money. And, you know, uh, it's something I'm okay with. Uh, so, you know, do I go, so, into, do I go so, into your work and tell yeah. you what you should and shouldn't do? But, like, you know, at the same time, though, we're public figures and we put ourselves yeah. up for sort of that ridicule. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was good. It was like there was a lot of real in there in terms of like probably how he felt uh, about oh, his own career. Sure. Yeah. Like you could totally see that like it was probably th therapeutic for him to just like you know say some of the shit that he probably shouldn't say publicly, but it's in this format he's able to do it uh, and kind of hide behind that to a degree. But he even broke. Uh, they even broke out like like standard nick and crazy nick like they even yes. like they yeah. even separated those two in their entirety yeah and then and and people probably already know i, I guess i have to mention i have to mention it but he literally makes out with himself at one point yeah. and i was dying laughing is so, so perfect and it was made better because i had already been aware of the fact that i'd read the interview at gq where uh and and a couple of other interviews around that it was his idea the director was like are you positive nick was like fuck yeah let's do this because he, yeah, he, he, he was like, it was supposed to be somebody else. And he was like, Nick was like, no, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to yeah, make out with myself. Yeah. It's like and my that, old video that I used to make with the, the toga. And I used to kiss myself. Yes, at the yes, end, exactly. You know? Very, yeah. It sort of reminded me of the only, the, <laughs> the only, the only travesty is, is this movie didn't, didn't even make 30 million bucks, man. Like, no, uh, which I think it deserves a hell of a lot bigger. I mean, they, it only cost them 30 million to make. It made 28 and a half million worldwide. This movie should have made more money. This is this was funnier than a lot of comedies. Like comedies yeah. aren't doing that well these days anyway. Yeah. Um, and you see like a lot of comedies just going on Netflix and like Netflix. But I, you gotta I convince think, people to go to a theater to watch comedy yeah, now. Is, I mean, is... they could have they could have sold this movie to like Netflix or something, and it probably would have done really well. And they probably will still go on some sort of uh, big streaming service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I mean, the movie is funny. I would highly suggest if you guys are a fan of Nick Cage or Pedro Pascal um, or both, if you're fans of both, you should really oh, see yeah. this. Oh, for uh, sure. It, it's, it's, a, it's a good time. 
it was a it was a good fun movie. I think it's going to do really well in streaming and do well in like airplanes and different. I think that's where it's going to uh, make all of its money. Is it's going to yeah. be like some movies that they just don't do much in a box office, and then they get to streaming, and all of yeah. a sudden they make their money there. I think that's yeah. probably where that's going to make its money. But it was but a, it go. was a good time. It was a good time. I so think what's I gave your it like what's your out of ten? Eight and a half, eight eight and a half, half out of ten. I yeah. agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, it's a movie I only ever watch once, but yep. it's a it's a good it's a good time. It's a good time. There's a lot of movies I'll only watch once, even if they're really good. You know, it's not every not every movie needs to be seen 15 True. times, but I'm happy I watched it. That's for sure. And now, now what I'm interested in, I mean, we already know that he's doing, um, was he's doing Dracula or Dracula whatever, right? Right now, yeah. So what I'm interested in is what now that we've hit this point in Nick Cage's career, what are we going to see out of him? We know Dracula's coming, and what roles is he going to actually choose? Because this is going to be a different. This isn't going to be Nick showing up. You know, doing literally every single fucking role uh, that that uh, that gets placed in front of him. I think I he'll probably not. still do some indie films. I think he likes doing indie films a lot. I think that's why you see things like Mandy and Pig and things along those lines. I think he actually really enjoys doing that kind of stuff. But I don't think you're going to see him so be so prolific where he's just cranking shit out <laughs> fucking yeah. like all the time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see because he's been in some fucking bad movies over the last decade right so terrible but the last few years has been as uh, been a resurgence so hopefully he just doesn't piss that away and uh <laughs> go back to his his crap that they pay him like you know a million bucks to show up and say you know 20 lines in a movie that's garbage exactly exactly uh all right and now to move on to uh to a movie that i knew jeff was gonna like but i didn't think he was gonna like it as much as i saw him like it on twitter right. yeah Everything, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. All yeah. at once. So let's just get this out of the way right now. You should watch this movie if you're listening, if you haven't already. I'm just going to say, it's at the end of the podcast, really, before we get on to tech supports. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, there's going to be some spoilers here that you probably don't want to hear if you haven't watched it. So just check out. This is your checkout warning. You can't talk about this movie and not spoil it. It's impossible. So it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So we'll just warn you now. Be careful. Skip ahead a bit. Godspeed. So how did you how did you how did you feel? I mean, just to, to start with it, how did you like it as a whole? What was your experience with uh, with the movie? Um, well, I've seen it twice now. Um, okay. so I watched it first night and then watched it the next night. Um it is it it is in it is for sure in the top three movies that I've ever seen in my life. So, mm. you know, I, 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 I wrestle with giving, you know, it just, I guess it really just depends on who I'm talking to about the movie and whatnot, or I'm like, I could bump it to number one. Um, but it's up there. Uh, so to say I liked it is an understatement of the year. I, it is the best movie I've seen in a very, very long time. Um, and in what, not, in, in what, in what ways? So just as so, a whole cinematography, like how, like in yeah. what ways is it, is it? So, that? I mean, it's not like the cinematography. Well, this, I, there's I, some the, crazy the, shots the, in that movie. The, the, the lighting, the lighting and the editing. I think the, whoever fucking edited this movie is God tier. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, like, it wasn't fancy. Like the, the, the film, it didn't, it didn't, it, it didn't look like Dune, right? Dune is one yeah. of the most beautiful films I've ever seen 
ever. Like it, it wasn't looked good for different reasons than Dune, right? Yes, like it, 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 it looked mean, the way it needed to look. Yeah, it, it it was yes, and so, um, I just it's hard to even articulate how I feel about this movie. I thought the writing was extremely well done. Um, I thought the uh the fight scenes were well choreographed and unique. Um, very Jackie Chan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Envir- um, environmental in nature in and fact, comedic. In fact, Jackie Chan was on the short list to be the co-star of this oh, movie. Oh, really? Oh, well, there you yes. go. Um, but they ended up getting the guy from Goonies. Uh, yep. But uh, who was amazing, by the way. I think had, that's a better choice because he's way way more unassuming yes. than a Jackie Chan would have been. But he had a very Jackie Chan type. Um, oh oh swagger vibe to swag to him yeah 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 yeah. um but he sold i think he would have sold the the heart more than jackie chan not saying jackie chan's a bad actor but there's just something about the innocence of this character that i don't think jackie chan could have sold i think jackie chan could have sold the martial arts maybe a little bit better although this guy did perfectly fine yeah um but yeah uh so yeah the characters here's the thing this movie is a character driven film there are there are like five characters in this movie um maybe six that are like real characters and they all get their shine there is no random ass side characters that come in and come out because they're hopping through fucking you know or going through different um uh multiverses and uh, universes and different things it's the same people playing different versions of themselves and doing it seamlessly um it was it was a marvel it was uh i i i am still so blown away by not only how they filmed this movie but they had five um uh visual effects artists for this entire movie five people that's it. The budget was $25 million. Five visual effects artists. And they did this. And the visual effects looked damn good. You know? Yeah, it's not Endgame. It's not a Marvel movie. But, like, let's... like More, than good, more than good enough. Dude, like, dude, I, I, when, watching it, I wasn't thinking... I, at no point did I think to myself... All these visual effects are pulling yeah, me not out. Good. No, no, not once. Not no. once did I feel that. And I mean, I could tell that they didn't have all the money in the world, but they also used the money that they had just marvelously. It was, uh, it was insane. I, I just, I still can't believe what they, what they did. If you guys haven't seen this movie, you got to go see it. The premise is this, um, you've got, you've got a family that, um, runs a laundry mat. And they're having uh, some tax issues with the IRS. So they're being audited. They're in debt. Um, and then there's also some family dynamics. The daughter has got a girlfriend. The, they're, you know, they're Chinese. So they, the, the grandfather and the mother um, have a traditional outlook on life. Not necessarily saying that the mother disapproves, but she is scared to tell her father that you know our her daughter um you know likes the same sex um because he is very traditional 
And not only that is uh, Michelle uh, Michelle uh, Yeoh, um, who is a goddess and uh, will win an Oscar. And if she doesn't, uh, I be will, a crime. I will, I'll be with pitchforks fucking outside of whatever place they have screaming, you know, this is a travesty. This is impossible. Um, so you've got, you've got seasoned actors and actresses. Um, and so you're back at this family drama and the, the, the main character, um, she is, she has the weight of the world on her shoulders because it's how she was brought up. It's her, it's, she feels it's her duty. Um, she's trying to take on all of the burden of the family and she even looks at things as if they're burdens all the time. She's uh, also justifying to her father and would-be mother, who I guess has passed at this point, um, their, her decision to marry this guy and move to America. Uh, America, Correct. ultimately, it's a justifi- justification. So all the weight of all the things that she needs to do to make that justification, everything is that, and that's her singular. If you've ever seen a character that's got blinders on, her blinders are four kilometers long. That's she it. doesn't see shit in any direction. Yeah. Just like directly she in wants, front of her. She wants approval from her father badly. She wants yeah. to make her father proud, and then she also wants to show him that, like, hey, I didn't fuck up, even though in her mind she knows or she feels that she's fucked up her life. Like, you know, it's almost like her father was right, and she doesn't want him to know that he was right about the decisions of her leaving China to go with this guy to America. And so she's trying to put on a face that the business is booming. We're doing well. Look at the success that your daughter did that made of myself, even though you, you basically told me that I was fucking up. And deep down inside, she doesn't have a great relationship with her daughter. The relationship with her husband isn't going great. And the business isn't going the way, uh, isn't going well at all. Um, it's just, she's going through a lot. And so, uh, the, so that's really what the story is about. The, the multiverse and all this other stuff is just a really, it's a vehicle vehicle. for it. It's a vessel to tell this story. And it's really about a family, uh, coming to terms with where they're at in life, um, who they are. And, um, and, and accepting that and, and, and being in the, 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 in the present and in the, in, 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 and in appreciating what you have, um, is really what the story's about. But essentially there is, um, um, a different version of her that, uh, in a different universe her that daughter. is a scientist and, and her, and, this, her yeah. and her, she's a scientist and she puts her daughter through a lot of these experiments because she wants her daughter to basically, you know, be the best version that she can be. And she wants her to be sort of all-knowing and, and wants her to follow in her it's footsteps. A, it's a science multiverse analog for her feelings her, for her daughter in the, in the and, main line. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so, you know, it, go, it goes wrong. And the daughter becomes the main villain of the film. But really, the villain is more of... It's really... She's a villain, but she's not a villain. You know, she's a villain... She's a victim. She's a victim. victim. That's probably a better way of putting it, right? She's a victim 
um, of of her family circumstance. You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you're brought up a certain way and you um, you develop a bad, say, a bad habit, right? Maybe, you know, your parents were, um, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe your parents were a drug addict and you you end up taking drugs and you have a drug problem and so you're 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 navigating life because it's what you know it's what you've seen it's what you've been through and it's not necessarily your fault but it's your reality it's 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 your circumstance i know it's it's kind of a weird analogy to make but it's kind of what happens yeah, here? Yeah, well, and, at some point in this movie, it switches, like, the, the thematically switches from from being centered on the mother the mother, and, and it being about her, because the, it goes through the three three phases, right? It's everything, then everywhere, and then all at once. It's like the yes. three chapters. They literally post the shit on the screen when it happens, and, and the, the theme shifts a little bit each time, depending on what pocket you're in. So everything, it's very mum-focused, mum-central um she's she's like you see all the weight that's on her then everywhere things shift and the movie goes towards in the midpoint it builds up to the relationship between her and her daughter also reminding her a little bit of what it was like between her and her father and the mistakes that she is making for a second time trying to avoid all that while still trying to make you know yes. make it work with her father and then all at once it all un- reunifies yes. they break it apart they blow it apart they examine all the reasons why all this is happening, and then they unify it at the end. And like the theme, the theme get, becomes like so. There's 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 an expectation, expectations on the mother, expectations of the daughter, expectations being placed by multiple people at multiple places. And then the end, the literally, literally, like as a as a almost like a literary device, they they use subverting expectations to be the solution to bringing this all together so she stops fighting directly which is the expectation that's put upon her as the mom and she subverts it with the the you know cheesy the the cheesy to a degree but accepting everyone she's literally uh, uh, she walks up the staircase literally in an acceptance meme through everyone on the staircase like her husband right yes and that was the whole thing is her husband's super passive and and uh, he is in as as much turmoil as she is, but in a different way. Yeah. And so he's he's a super caring guy that fights with kindness and love. And she's the one that you know she's got her you know brute that, force. That, brute force. You know yeah. that, there's that scene where she has her hands like clinched and she just kind of just finally lets go. And you know the husband is 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 you know pouring his soul out there. And and even in the multiverse, where it's a different version of the husband, and he's like he's still the same way, and yeah. and he's it's how he fights, and you know it, it's such it's such a and and while all this is going on, guys, they're you know they're jumping between different um, multiverses, or they're they're channeling in on different uh, minds um, of the 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 uh, of different versions of themselves in different multiverses, so. For example, you would have to do something way out of the way out of the crazy, which was added to some of the fun of the movie and the in the wackiness of it, where you know somebody would have to you know staple something to their forehead in order to channel into another version of themselves, or um, you know stick a fucking 
a plaque up their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like just different crazy Dude, shit. Dude, when that okay, so when I looked at the back and she's talking and I looked behind her, I could see the employee of the a month awards. Yes, yes. I actually looked at him, I said, those are all butt plugs. Yes. Every single one of them. And then as yes. it turns out, they were exactly what they were. Yes. Uh, and, and like, yeah, th- like this whole concept of um of in order to tap into the skills of another version of yourself in another timeline, you had to do something that occurred in that timeline to some degree or a version of it to like trigger right. that to yes. then draw back for a time. And one of them was like the employee of the month statue is an actual like fucking butt plug. And yes. the guy, the guy gets like the information. You got to shove some shit up your ass in order to like bring this skill set that you need to make this fight happen. And this motherfucker like sumo drops from yes. like the fucking like, like the 12 rafters. feet up in the air and he just <laughs> fucking lands on there and then you know turns around and he's ready to fight you know and it's, the best uh, part is that it's still hanging out yes. of his ass yes. the rest of the fight blur, they've got it blurred they and like there's a crazy fight scene and you know they've got <laughs> dude's got statue up his asshole and then another guy comes in he's got like a fucking bong or some shit up his asshole uh, it's, uh, it was it was crazy so you know there's a lot uh. of action in the movie um it you know it, it, you know they're like downloading martial arts and you know very matrixy it's very matrixy i think they like in a couple spots they paid homage directly to, to, to reference oh, the matrix dude, they did yeah. it to many things yeah, yeah. I, I rewatched the movie dude it's the same guys that made the music video turned down for what the daniels mm. you know there's that that one scene where where her daughter joy goes um, through the floor yeah, and like uh, plow drives the guy yeah. and breaks his neck. That yeah. was a, the same scene out of turn down for what? Damn. Yeah, and it goes through the fucking and it goes ceiling. The, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, they paid homage to many things. There was the mask. They did a scene straight out of the mask. They did a scene straight out of Matrix. Yep. They did a scene out of, um, dude, there, there, there is like 10, 15 movies that they, that they took parts of and they, they, they paid homage to, yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. It was it was very creative. Um, it was a great action movie. It was a great uh, sci-fi type movie. It was um, a great uh, family story drama. Um, I'm, I actually just love it. Uh, it was all the small things. And when I went to go rewatch it again, there were so many things that I didn't see. You know, and like everything's on the everything bagel. It was just like very. Yeah, was, well, that's it, like the whole when they said the everything bagel, and and M was like, "What the fuck is an everything bagel?" And I was like, "Okay, so." And then he eats one in the you in, know yeah, the, he's in the scene he's eating an everything bagel uh, yeah. in in the scene and and uh, there's all sorts of like references to it. I mean, her hairstyle was literally yes. in a bagel. Like, Every, there uh, was so much stuff that was that looked like a bagel. Loads, and they yes. and they they did so much. Like you were saying about the about the budget. Is I don't think I don't think I know of any movie that's ever done so much with so little in the grand scheme of things. Like that budget's tiny for 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 the output that that yes. movie produced. Yes. I don't th- I can't think of a single movie that I've ever personally watched that has done so much with so little. And at no point does it feel like a movie that had a budget that big. This felt like a movie with a way bigger budget. With with top tier writing, top tier oh, yeah. choreographers, top tier everything felt everything felt. Top of the line blew me away. But every everything's so good. It's so it blew it's me so away. Good. There is so the, you know the 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 only like the small critique that I could give the movie. I thought it was a tad bit long. Mm. Um, but outside of that, I you know there's like maybe one or two scenes that 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 could have done without. 
that I don't really think drove the story, but it was still fun to watch. Um, even, even with those scenes, I mean, it wasn't a problem for me cause I ended up loving the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just the attention to detail and just how smart the movie was. I mean, even in the very end where, uh, there, there, where, where she is fighting with kindness and, and kind of fulfilling everybody to get them to stop fighting each other. And, and the daughter is all angry and, 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 and ready to, to fight her mother. And, you know, she gets into the martial arts stands and she, you know, she opens up her, yeah, she, her instead arms. Of, instead of this, instead of, instead of the fighting stand, she, she said, you know, you know, come to, come to mama. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and even in that fight, she wasn't fighting. She was just, she was just blocking and deflecting and, you know, the whole, like, I'm your mother. And then, you know, it was just such an emotional roller coaster. You know, we're talking crazy. They made me want to be a rock for a while. Yeah, dude, it was just such a, it was so good and so clever. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, I could talk about this movie for you hours. You said on Twitter now, you got to backtrack. You said that it, that it supplanted your favorite for your new favorite movie of all time. Are you saying now that it, it's kind of a battle in your mind between between I mean, uh, Dawn and, uh, or from Dust oh, Till no, Dawn? It's better, it's better. It's better than from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, all no, right. yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I, I I really can't think of a of a movie that I like more than that right now. But there's so many great movies that I've seen over the years that like. Um, I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit high on this movie right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I went and watched a whole bunch of videos on it and, you know, I'm just like, I, I'm just blown away with how amazing this film was that like, I'm a little bit high on it. This will always be in my top three for the foreseeable future. Um, and I think it's also just because I know that it was a small budget with very few people and it just worked. And I saw Doctor Strange that probably had a $250 million budget. And that movie is absolute dog shit compared to this. It's not even like I, it's that movie's so forgettable and has no heart. And it's just fucking regurgitated Marvel crap compared to this that it was like just. It gives you her. it gives you hope that there's still like cinema that can be made now that's oh, new oh, yeah. and good and not because we've we've lived through we've we're living through the Marvel Disney era right where everything is a formula everything is like a five hundred million dollar budget fucking um you know gong show that somehow still manages to get worse and worse visually as time goes on. Uh, and, and then you get this $25 million masterpiece that pops up Yes, and you're like, look, you don't need to spend all that money to make a good movie that people want to fucking watch. Uh, and, uh, what and an amazing. I hope, yeah, it's just, I incredible. hope it sparks more of that. There right? has like, been, like, this, yeah. this has been a good year for movies, man. Like I, I saw, um, uh, Norseman as well. That shit I watched, was I watched, I watched that as well. Em and I that watched that as was- well. Yeah, that shit was fucking really good. I mean, that, good. that was a 90... I mean, it was, it was a big-budget Viking movie. It was a $90 million Viking movie. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it was it was different. It wasn't your standard commercial... Um, you know, it, it, if anything, I think probably people went in disappointed because it wasn't it wasn't what they advertised. It was, it was different, for sure. But it was a good different, you know? We also got Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I mean, there's been some really good movies as of late and i said that too like when uh when covid was going on i said at the very least hopefully the fact that everybody's scooped up and doing nothing that we're going to get some really good art we're going to get some great music we're going to get some great movies some great tv because people have all the time in the world to to write and and 
everything's just come to a stop. And I think that we're starting to see, we're starting to get some of that. Um, so yeah, no, I loved it. It's a good movie. Everybody should go watch it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, yeah. If you haven't already definitely watch it. Uh, and I, I, I agree if, if she does not win an Oscar for this shit, if this movie, if this movie doesn't borderline sweep, I'm going to be upset, but specifically if she doesn't get her due for that. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh man. It was, it's insane how, uh, the range that, that I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how they, I don't know how any of them done it. Like all three of the main stars, the daughter, the husband, the wife, all three of them. Crushed had, it. Like it's crazy. The Crushed different it. versions of themselves and, and, and the, Dude, the, the IRS emotions. agent who I know, yeah. I know oh, her well, name a, and yeah, I can't, that's, um, that's fucking... what's her face. Uh, and she's a legend too. Um, um, I can't think of her name right now. I'm bad. I'm bad with names. But the moment I saw her, I was yeah. like, "Oh, she's gonna kill this fucking role specifically." Yeah, it was just perfect. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, fucking yeah, perfect casting. Dude, they, all of them. They're 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 amazing. So go run out and see this movie, please. Uh that's all we got for movies and TV. Which means it's time to move on to tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV. It's the place to go if you want to financially support this podcast. Help these bad boys keep going. We're at episode 250. 250 of these sons of bitches. It's pretty good. You want to keep that going? You want to make that a bigger number? Patreon.com slash lag TV is the way to go. Uh, each and every week we do a session of the podcast called Tech Support. For $10 more a month, you get a couple of uh, perks over on Patreon. But chiefly, the big one for many people is being able to ask us questions uh, each and every week for this segment. And we answer as many as we can with the time that we got. So let's see what we got this week. Uh, Logan asks, after, after the last time where somebody was, uh, was asking about, you know, where you take your family with the jet and everything, and you said, you know, fuck it back to Spain and whatever else, what other European country might you like to, uh, to visit in the future? Rome. 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 hundred percent. Not far off. I mean, you could hop on a fucking bus a train or train or, and, yeah, like one of the bullet trains and just give her, f- just give her, you're there. Marvelous. Um... <laughs> Gownson, who I always call, even though it's separated and it's Gownson. Uh, are there any topics that make you go, holy crap, did we make 250 podcast episodes without talking about that? I don't know. We've talked about a lot of shit so. on this podcast. Yeah, I don't think so now. I don't think, I think we've touched on just virtually every type of thing there is. We've, we've, we have covered everything well that's a lie but we've covered a lot i nothing that i can think of anything that would have been painfully obvious i think we got out of the way in the first hundred episodes of the podcast because anytime you're starting a podcast like this you know think about how we started it we did the the usual shit so that if there are people that didn't already know us that ended up watching the show they have an idea of who they're listening to so we did like the top 10 games top 10 movies etc etc that whole deal and we we spent some time doing that kind of thing up front um, and yeah, the tech support section really allows us to canvas a bunch of topics we wouldn't normally cover, uh, and, uh, you know, and answer these questions as well about ourselves. And so, man, we've gone, I'm sure, you know what? I say this, 
And then, like, next week or the week after or whatever, somebody's going to ask a question, and it's going to be exactly what you're asking right now. We'll It'll see. be like, how the fuck have we not, you know, touched on this in the past? Um... <laughs> okay. Seth says, COVID can eat a dick. Yes, it can. Uh, he's curled up in the fetal position uh, currently with it himself. Has your significant other ever complained that you sometimes have the man flu? <laughs> the man flu has been scientifically proven, by the way, so don't fuck with it. The man flu. Men experience I... flus differently than women do, and, and it's often why we, we seem to be overreacting when, uh, when they happen. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I'm, not uh, much, I'm not much of an overreactor. So, you no. know, if I'm, if I'm feeling sick, I'm just usually laying in bed. If yeah. you ask me how I'm doing, I'm like, eh. I might be, I, I get grumpy. Yeah. But that's about it. Bit. Yeah, but I'm not like, oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, yeah, no. oh, please <laughs> help me. Please rub my back. You know, yeah, I don't no. do any of that shit. I'm just no. like fucking salty as fuck laying in bed. Yep. Just. Yeah. And like the only like and, and, and I rarely get complaints because like I don't take painkillers or anything for anything. I have to be on. I have to be pretty fucked up before I take anything to yeah. to to cover myself. So if I'm complaining. It's usually they're not, you know, she doesn't complain. She then knows that there's an actual problem because if I've, if I've, if I'm actually going out of my way to mention that shit's fucked, it must be pretty fucked, uh, before, yeah. before I've talked about it. Um, so yeah, I have, I have not been, I mean, jokingly, sure. Yes. Like, you know, oh, poor baby. And got your, you know, you're thick. And, uh, but not like legitimately like, you know, suck it up. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not, that's not come to pass. Um, oh, here you go. I'm sure Mr. Black will have some, some words for you here. Danish devil. Congrats on 250. Thank you. My boy's got his bachelor party this weekend. Any words of advice for him? Um, words of advice for your bachelor party for the, for the, the or I guess just in general, general, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's also referencing that this is like, you know. This is, he's, he's tying the knot. Yeah. I mean, have fun, you know, uh, you know, don't, don't cheat on your spouse. Uh, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good start. That's a yeah, good a entry people, level. I mean, a lot of people do. Yeah. True. Um, you know, have fun. Uh, yeah, just, just enjoy the moment, you know, enjoy it with your boys. Um, don't take yourself too serious. And, uh, just have a good time because it's, it's, it's going to be the last time that, uh, that I'm not going to say it's going to be the last time you'll go party and stuff like that, but, um, it'll be the last time that, that you're, that you're with your boys as, you know, a single guy. Like when I say single, as in like, you're not, once you tie the knot, that's it. You know, if you're with, if you get a girlfriend or even a fiance, like you're not married yet, you know, there's still there's still a chance you can get out, you know, if something goes bad, you can just say, that's it. I'm, I'm done. Once you get married, you know, it's, it's for better or for worse, right? Unless catastrophic shit happens, but, um, go out and enjoy yourself. Have fun. Don't worry about what your wife or your soon to be wife is doing. She's going to go and have fun too. enjoy it. Stay faithful and get hammered. If you drink or get really high, 
if you smoke weed or whatever and just you know <laughs> or you had, both at the same both, time you know or or <laughs> both you know just have fun you know uh be safe but have fun and let loose it's your bachelor party there you go get strippers <laughs> uh <Don't> <laughs> but don't touch don't touch strippers but no touch um, Rorance, the 250, oh my lord, where's the time gone? No kidding. Question for you guys, if you were able to try a job, any job at all, for a year, assuming it paid all your bills and then some, what would that job be? Say it one more time. If you could do any job for a year, and then, and assuming that it would pay your bills and, and then some, so you weren't like, you know, you know, cutting your own dick off by losing all that money, what would that job be? Hmm. Um, honestly, <clears throat> I would probably go with shit. Couple that come to mind. Um, hmm. See, the thing is, I wouldn't want to pick a job that, uh, that I could see myself doing, you know, like I'm not going to pick real estate because I'd want to doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I kind of am already doing it, but I mean like selling houses and shit. Oh like, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, my bills would get paid anyway. So I, I'm going to, I'm actually going to go and say, I'd be uh, a server again. I would, I would go wait tables. Um, I probably wouldn't do it at say a Swiss chalet. Um, but, you know, maybe, and I wouldn't do really fine dining either, but, uh, you're going to work at Moxie's is what you're saying. Something maybe, yeah, maybe something right in in and around that where it's kind of like a little bit more upscale, a little bit more in casual, but not too casual. And the reason why I picked that is because, um, it's a job that for one, I enjoyed when I did it. Um, it's not that I hated serving food. Um, but you get to meet a lot of people. The work life is usually pretty fun. You know, you, you, can, you can hang out with whoever. And I think if I know that the bills are being paid, the stressful part of the job, I don't think would really affect me all that much anymore. You know, I'd really be able to go to work and say, hey, this is, you know, this is just what I'm doing for the next year. I may as well have fun doing it. You know, I'm crack some jokes, have some fun. You know, uh, try and get some tips, meet some people, hand out some business cards, you know, just uh, live that live that life. You know, go out after a shift and have a couple of drinks with with your coworkers. Uh, it just sounds like a good time. It almost sounds like, uh, you know, shit. I, 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 you never know. I might I might serve again one day, not because I not not for the money, but just, you know, maybe I'll, I'll buy maybe I'll own a restaurant. Maybe I'll buy a restaurant or a franchise and be a partner in something, and then, you know, uh, live, live, uh, live Time for that. a Boston pizza franchise, Mr. Black. Uh, there you go. Man, I, I don't know what that would be. Like, an everyday job just seems like a good time. You know, I, I say that now there, because, I yeah, don't, there, because I don't, because I don't have one. Yeah. But, like, dude, I haven't worked a regular job in, in almost 11 years. Yeah. And, like, the thought of just, like, going to work with my apron and using that little system and going to a table and saying, Hey, 
hey, I'm, my name's Jeff. I'm going to be taking care of you today. Uh, by the way, can I start you guys off with anything to drink? Don't forget to take a look at our specials. Uh, you know, <laughs> can I get for you? Like, dude, that's the dollar like twenty one tip returns. Sounds like a good time, man. I uh, man, for a year, what would that be? Mm. I don't know. I think whatever I think whatever I would want to do for a year. I don't want to say teaching because I've said that before. Do a similar thing to like a question, uh, you know, this kind of question. Um, I think I think whatever it would be. I don't have a, a specific answer, but whatever it would be, I would want it to just be like physical, something physical. Because if I was going to do something for a year and I'm going to leave the house every single day and I'm going to be doing something routinely, I hate, I hate, hate office work so much. I fucking yeah. hate it. Uh, I went to school assuming that I was going to be in one. I knew I was going to hate it. It was just that I chose I chose that line because it was going to make money. It wasn't because I was dying to sit in an office and suck some manager's dick for like fucking fifteen years. Like I, that wasn't that wasn't my my life dream. Um, so yeah, I would I, yeah something whatever it would be you know, something physical. I think like jobs that I've had in the past that that I enjoyed um doing but you know and wouldn't mind doing it again if it meant the money wasn't like so bad i did when i was really young one of my first jobs was taking care of a, a condominium complex like the uh the gardening work the cleaning of everything the painting anything like that just that general shit i was left to my own devices i just go there headphones on do some shit talk to some people and that was my day this is complicated as it got uh, and that was, that was fine working with the kids. I'd do that again for a full year and, uh, I'd do the, the summer camp stuff. If it was like possible to drag that on for a year, uh, cause the, the similar to, to you enjoying the, the working environment, the people that you work with and, and the, and the camaraderie that comes along with that. I enjoyed that aspect of that job a lot. It was, it, it made the job, um, a lot more fun. Uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff that I'd probably be, you know, perfectly fine with doing if it didn't pay like dog shit, I think, and I and I think that's probably fair to say for most people is like yeah. there's if 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 more jobs that were considered you know looked down upon or were considered low you know what what's the term that they always use unskilled labor which is the dumbest fucking like take anyone that calls serving tables unskilled labor and put them in that environment for a day and watch them fucking crumble uh like a, a like a, a house of fucking cards like just because you didn't have to go to university to learn how to serve tables doesn't mean you've got you know you don't have to actually acquire skills to do that job well and i think everyone knows the difference between a good server and a bad server for example is a night and day experience yeah. i'm not sure they a call restaurant. It low skill i think it's more of like um it's well it's the, just... the general term is unskilled labor which oh, okay. is what is what they call it uh, okay. and what they call a bunch of jobs uh, and usually that's like fast food joints retail work servers at restaurants like sit down restaurants um things of that nature just janitorial high, stuff. Just high turnover jobs right that's like yeah. uh you know it's 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 uh well they're high yeah. turnover because they're hellish for the money that they pay this is pretty much it like anything that's like customer serving like go work at like a retail place for for a year and deal with customers uh and you know for minimum wage and you hate yourself because yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a nightmare um 
Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that people would do and, and care a lot less and be perfectly happy doing it if it meant that it paid reasonable money. They you know, not become a fucking multi-millionaire, but I, I think there's lots of jobs that are, that are like that. That is kind of the implication is, yes, unskilled work is like a non-academic level thing and not necessarily just meaning you went to university, but let's say... Uh, like if it was a trade, you still have to do some sort of, of, of schooling to become like, let's say an electrician or some other thing like that. That's normally how they, they separate the, uh, the two. And then, uh, as their justifications, uh, for, for calling it that, but you know, there's, it's, yeah, they get, that could, that can get a little fucking messy, but either way, something like that, like I, as long as it's not in an office, get me the fuck out of an office. I don't, I didn't mind time in my, in, in the office as far as like, because I enjoy the people I worked with, but actually physically being in an office fuck that shit it's fucking terrible i'd rather mow lawns because at least i'm outside like literally anything that's not in an office and then go home and you haven't seen the sun like the whole fucking day you're just sitting in an office with no windows for eight hours and then you go home and you've got like five hours before your ass has to go back to sleep and wake up again that's it's a miracle people aren't fucking yeeting themselves at office windows more frequently. If they had any windows in the first place, maybe that's, maybe that's the secret. No, win, no windows is, is what's keeping it all on a, you know, in check. Uh, what was the last movie or section or game section that gave you goosebumps, asks Volkus. Well, I'm going to guess everywhere, everything everywhere all at once might have given you one or two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant video game. But, well, he yeah. said he said or segment yeah. in a game, oh, so either everything one. everywhere at once. Yeah, 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 for sure. Easy. Uh, and yes, I I, I would uh, I would agree. As far as like a game goes, it's been a hot minute <laughs> since I've had that. It's been a it's been a while. Um, but uh, you know, Battlefield twenty forty two, they're working on it. So, uh, Call Deer. Last one comes in from Call Deer. Holy crap! Week two fifty. Only two thousand two hundred and fifty more weeks. Forty three years to go before you can officially retire. We're getting there. It's close. Uh, in any case, last week I asked you about friends you'd like to have uh, from fiction. How about three pets you'd like to have from fiction? My example would be uh, Cindergosa from Warcraft, the zombie ice dragon. That's a hell of a pick. Uh, and Ursadon, which is like a giant space polar bear and a random, maybe a random Pokemon of some kind. Is there any fictional, fictional animals that you'd like to have as a, as a pet? Fuck it, man. Um, I, just be, give me Pokemon, man. Let's be yeah, real. I, yeah. Pokemon would be fucking dope. Yeah, it's probably not going to be as rosy as the anime, because let's be real. All them out in the world, shit's probably going to get fucked on. Like, let's be, you're not going to have an 11 year old going on a journey for like fucking 15 years by themselves out in the wilderness, not getting fucked up by some big-ass bear Pokemon. Nevertheless, I think that'd be dope. And you got, like, your own, you got, like, your own stable of that shit. It'd be amazing. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Pokemon, too. What's your, what's your, your favorite in that, in that um, group? I would take, uh, I would definitely take a Bulbasaur. Mm. Um, For, like, the first original starters? Yes. Uh, see, so yeah, Very I, I strong against a, Brock. Good I choice. I would take a Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would take a uh, oof. Um, trying to think of one that would be like practical. Um, <laughs> practical Pokemon. Yeah. 
Rapidash. I wouldn't want any fire type Pokemon. <laughs> that just seems like a bad, a bad time. Seems like uh, an insurance uh, problem. I'll go with Alakazam. Just because, you know, oh, if I want to go favorite to, Pokemon. If I want to go to sleep or something, I'll be like, yo, bro, just. Oh, that's. You, oh, no, you don't want Alakazam. I mean, he might be able to accomplish it. You want yeah. you want Drowsy. Nah, no, but Alakazam's cooler. <laughs> like, Al, I think Alakazam could put me to sleep or like. I'm sure he like, could. Put me in a trance or something, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm sure like, he could. Zone me out. Absolutely. Um, and he doesn't talk, right? I'm pretty sure he's like a mute. He doesn't say anything. I can't remember um, if he even says his own name, like Pokemon saying, I can't remember or not. Uh, prob yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But if he does, it's probably, you know, telepathy. It's probably yeah, okay. not out loud. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go with those two. And a third one, I'm going to go with... Um... Oh, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with Diglett. Mm, mm, okay. I'm going to go with Diglett. Get some know? landscaping done. Just get it all done. <laughs> he, he can sleep outside. You know, it's one less Pokemon inside. They're cute. Um, they don't really cause too much trouble. And uh, yeah, I think that I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Diglett. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with three or four chickens from the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and use them as as uh, protective agents for the property, uh, because as we all know, if any of them get attacked, they uh, they rain hell from above uh, for long periods of time, and capable of killing the uh, the hero of time. If they can do that, well, they can do anything. So I'm gonna go with three or four of those bad boys, Kukos. Uh, I'm also gonna go as far as like Pokemon goes. I'm going to say, uh, you know, hook me up with, uh, with I was going to say, uh, you know, Alakazam. He is my favorite Pokemon. Uh, let's, let's do something flashy. You know, let's be bougie. Uh, give me a god Pokemon. I'm going to take Xerneas. I, mm. could, uh, I could technically just ride around on Xerneas. And then also, once again, it's just a god. So why wouldn't you want to have a god? Why not? Uh, and then the last much more, much more reasonable choice is, uh, I mean, you know, fucking just give me Growlithe. He's a fire type. But he's a dog, and also he's not on fire like many other fire types. You know, not, he's not literally going to burn your house down just by yeah. standing in it. So, yeah. uh, you know, safe choice. It's not like a Charmander where you're accidentally yeah, going to light the just, house on fire. Yeah, I couldn't do it. You know, that's a bad. It's a bad time. And shit, or a you know, as soon as, where you know shit's going to get wet. You know, true. That's why I picked Bulbasaur. True. Yeah, well, you know, because I feel bad for him. Give me a, a magic carp. There you go. Leave him out. Magic Carp. Just don't let him evolve. Don't let that's yeah. That's, that'll be a bad time. Now you got hyper beam problems, <laughs> and that's that's a different bag of worms altogether. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for technical for this week. Thank you very much for stopping by or uh, checking this out in the RSS feeds. Hopefully, this one makes it to the fucking RSS feeds because last week I don't know if you saw this, Mister Black on Twitter posted multiple times now. Our shit distributor, yeah, our distributor shit the bed, and it only sent to SoundCloud. Uh, and then I went with, uh, a bunch of support tickets for that, and, uh, they told me that there wasn't any media files attached to the episode on their back end, uh, which I then sent screenshots of me literally playing the file on their back end, and then also the screenshot of it having gone to SoundCloud, so it was on their system, it continues to be on their system, and it pushed to SoundCloud, and after I sent them that, they sent me the exact same message again, there is no media attached, so... Uh, if you want to listen to last week's or the last podcast that we did, what you're going to have to do is check that out on SoundCloud. 
or watch it on YouTube. Uh, you one go. of those two, and then uh, and then I'll hope that this doesn't also suffer the same fate. And if it does, well, then if that's the case, maybe I'll have to actually come up with a a solution. But uh, until next week, guys, stay safe out there. Thank you very much once again for stopping by. And until we see you, peace, peace.